How many of those fireball uh, things have you had today? Just this much. Okay. Wow. Wow. Really a, a quarter of the bottle gone, huh? It's a little bottle. It's a fucking... Dude, you don't have to tell... The, I mean, look, man. We've talked about this before. You can it's be a... honest on this podcast. He's got a jug of fireball. It's a quarter <laughs> gone. It's actually... 4.30 in the afternoon. So I was thinking about it when I grabbed it out of my freezer. I did a little bit on the podcast where I was making fun of my neighbor. I don't know if you remember, but I overheard my neighbor say something about fireball. And it's yeah. like, a, like a party college house. And I made yeah. fun of him. That was before I knew that fireball is fucking awesome and I actually love it. And now I'm a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Some would argue we knew that already. Oh, I, I mean? was unaware of it. Perfect. Just a good old fireball intro there. That's great. Uh, anyways, dude, dude, it's been a while. It's bad, bad bandmates. It's it's been a while. Uh, because uh, we're fucking busy, dude. Yeah, give us a break. Jesus. I bought a house. Yeah, Every, Josh bought a I house. I assume you guys are clapping. Yeah, I'll I'll add in some clap, like clap track there. I'll add in the clap. Yeah. I'll add in the clap, uh, but Josh is moving. We so that's taken up like a good chunk of time and stuff. And uh, so you know, thanks for hanging hanging with us still. If you're there, um, if you're not, I'll I'll notice. I if see you're not, the, we'll, I see the statistics. We'll, we'll see the numbers. Is is all we're saying? Um, so, Steve, come on, bud, come back to us. You know Irwin? who you are, Steve. Irwin. <laughs> Rest in peace, dude. You said come back <laughs> to us. That wasn't the reference, obviously. I was just picking a random name and saying, <laughs> you left us, now come back to us. <clears throat> if you say, Steve, come back, you left us, how do you not assume it's Irwin? That's true. Yeah. There are no other Steves of importance, I would I would argue. I guess it could have been jobs too. That's neither Hawkings, here nor there. Yeah, I mean it's you know. Anyways, um, so <laughs> bad man maze, baby, uh, dude, we're talking about. I hope this is what we're talking about. A concert this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we actually didn't discuss it, but let's talk about we, the concert. It's happening, dude. You know what I mean? It's kind of happening, like concerts in general. Yeah, yeah. and I was and supposed to go to this concert, and I couldn't because I bought a fucking house like a loser. Right, yes. I think you would have been okay at this concert, I got to say. So far, I, I I have no symptoms or signs of COVID, so that's really great. That is good, yes. Uh, but I, I wore a mask the whole time. Or at least most of the time, in between sips of alcohol and puffs from a vape pen or so or whatever, nicotine. There was it was just nicotine in there. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, dude, I went to a concert mm-hmm. in person. This is the f- and so I'm not gonna count. I'm not gonna count Prof outdoors. I I saw Prof like last summer and it was outdoors and like whatever i've seen prof like a million times 
and always amazing, right? But this is like the first, I would say, real concert back, you know? Yeah. In the shit, in a small venue, disgusting, sweaty other humans around you at all points. annoying. There's just one bathroom, and it's just, there's no toilet seat. And there's there, the lock on the door is hanging by a thread always. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever gone to a concert and had to poop? Dude, I would rather jump off any cliff, just any cliff nearest, than do that. I haven't, but I know uh, Hunter. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. He poops more than any person I know. <laughs> and I don't think he'll mind me saying that. He every dude, anytime he we would come over he would come over for band practice or something, uh immediate, just hey, uh gotta poop. And it's like I get yourself checked out, man. You probably have IBS. <laughs> I hate people that this is not about the concert anymore. But I hate people okay. that like can and want to just poop at all times. One time I went to Chicago and I'm not gonna say the person's name, but somebody in the car kept making us like detour with poop stops. Constant no. poop stops all the time. And then when we were driving back from Chicago, which is like a it's like a 10-hour drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We stopped in like Wisconsin Dells, and it was snowing. There was a snowstorm. It was bad outside. It wasn't a fun trip. We were in a really small car with too many people. And he wanted to stop and get Taco Bell. And I got pissed, and I was like, no, no. you may not no. get any fucking burritos. I'm not making any more poop stops on this trip. I got to go home. But I hate, I hate, like, if I go to a concert, unless, I think I would, I actually think I would shit my pants before I poop at a concert. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Easily. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not gonna, and there's always, and if there is, like, a an actual proper bathroom, like, and it's not just, like, one bathroom for the whole venue, like, there's never any doors on the stalls. And no. what the fuck is up with that, dude? How, who's in there just ripping down doors, dude? And then they're like, eh, we don't need to put them back up. You know? They're just like, yeah, they'll just poop. They'll pee, they'll poop. Open door policy here. It's, I just, I don't understand. Like, do you not expect anybody to ever have to poop at your establishment? Somebody's Never. going to have to. No. Nope. It's nope. going to happen. I always wonder if the ladies' rooms look like the men's rooms. I'm sure they do. Most of them, most, oh, I almost a guarantee, but most everything now is like gender neutral, at, at least in the cities like where yeah, I, that's, where that's I was. True. That's true. Everything is, everything is pretty much just, at least as, as far as the places that, that me and my, my buddy went to, pretty, pretty much neutral, which is cool. Like I'm, the way it should be. I'm, and they're like one person bathrooms too and i'm like yes dude just like i don't want anyone else in there i can't pee it as it is already when someone uh when someone is just like being there and we'll get to that we'll get to that cuz i have there's a pee oh, story, a story along with this of course there is dude I have, of course <laughs> with me there's pee and poop flying always okay so i haven't even talked about anything about this concert yet no we went off we went off on a little poop tangent classic poop tangent you know what i mean and you know all the exo people if you're listening to this i don't know if you will but like you know thanks for the show because man this was the perfect concert to come back to so i was i went to a concert in minneapolis this was friday uh april 15th the concert was uh kind of a collective group of people under the same umbrella 
it was a hip hop show with I would say four main people: uh, Aerospace, Square, S C U A R E, Kill Bill the rapper, and Rav. There was a host. Uh, I believe it, it was kind of hard to hear, and I wasn't familiar with with uh, the the host or this other person that was there. But I believe the host was named shaka or disciple shaka i want to say i'm sorry if that's not true (laughs) and then to me and then the square had uh uh someone else with him that was called no one i believe again it's it was hard to hear and i and it wasn't like as far as i could see like advertised on the so when you when you say host, just they kind of. Like... I'm I'm gonna get into it. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna. Right, yep. Cool. So basically, disciple Shaka. I'm gonna go with it. I'm just gonna roll and say that that's who it was. It came out and they introduced themselves as the host. And basically, you know how like hip hop artists sometimes they'll have like their DJ or somebody there that kind of like, you know, at the end of a, a of a rap bar, they'll kind of like say the same word with them. You know, yeah. they'll, yep. to, they'll to be like, it and make I it like bigger. big yep. butts and I cannot lie. lie. I'm going to fart D- right oh. in your eye. I. Yeah, pink eye. Yeah, exactly. So okay. that kind of thing. Right. And he claimed himself as host. And I, I liked it because they kind of they kind of made it a whole production. And it wasn't just like, OK, now this guy goes and this guy goes and then this guy goes. You know, um, it was. It was very, like, well thought out, I feel like, because they've all done projects together, and they've all done their solo stuff, and so it it went Aerospace Square, Kill Bill, and then Rav, and they each had, like, a 30 to 40 minute little set, and then they all came out at the end and did like a couple of their joints together Mm -hmm. and so aerospace comes on after being introduced by the host and he just immediately starts with i'm baked as fuck and i was like yeah we we know man because (laughs) (laughs) you're whispering into the microphone you know what i mean (laughs) before you dive in more and i apologize for not asking this what venue was this at yeah this was at uh 7th street entry it was at the entry Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's so there's there's main room at First Ave, but then there's this really kind of small venue off to the side. Mm. And they were in that small venue. And awesome. yeah, dude, that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I feel like this is like the perfect concert to go back to. Yeah. Is I love that room too. Like I've seen uh I've seen Mute Math in there and Mute Math is like you know they're substantial band. I've seen them at Seventh Street, and I've also seen them in First Ave, the main main First Ave, and that intimate like small Seventh Street one is like so much better, dude. It's the be- honestly, I think yeah. the I think the entry, which if you guys haven't been there, the main room is about fifteen hundred capacity. The entry is two fifty, I think. But yeah. I think I think the entry is the better of the rooms. Like I've never. It's grimy, it's disgusting, it smells, it's dark, yeah. it's dingy, but it's fucking beautiful. It's the best. Right, yes. I, I'm i a big fan. So, yeah, uh, basically the, the show starts off with Aerospace, comes out whispering in the microphone, says he's he's baked as, as fuck, I believe is the direct quote. And Excellent. um, 
But then he proceeded to do his set, and man, like, aerospace is, like, just this, like, intense ball of energy, and he brings the, the, the energy of, of, like, a, 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 like, a hardcore band does, you know, like, that, like, very in-your-face, a couple moments, he jumped into the crowd, even, and was kind of riling up everybody, and, like, stuff like that. Uh, meanwhile, I'm like still cautious of COVID, but like wanted to go to this. So I was, I was masked up the whole time and we were sitting, it was me and my buddy, Mitch, we were just sitting at the very back, (laughs) just like watching everything. And we were, um, we were sitting on like these kind of higher up steps and I I felt bad because I love going in and like being super energetic for the, for the bands and stuff like that. I'm just like not ready for that yet you know what i mean so this was like a good dip dip my toes back you know the nice thing is since it's at the entry even if you're in the back you see everything it's just not it's not that big right i i i saw everything i i felt everything the music was just perfect there's a couple moments where you know my my friend and i were just kind of just vibing to the music it was so great so aerospace comes up does a set so good so energetic you know the host does his does his thing between sets and uh then square comes out with no one and they start doing their set dude i thought i was gonna get um i thought i was gonna get shot that (laughs) night (laughs) and i'll tell you why (laughs) i'll tell you why there was this dude that came through the that I, I saw some like commotion right over a little bit by the bar, which it, it, I'm sitting at the back of the venue. The bar is at the right of me all the way in the corner. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of like kerfuffling. And um, I'm like, OK, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. But then like four or five First Avenue employees come through there. They're surrounding this one dude. Right. And um this person is clearly out of their mind wasted either on alcohol or other substances and they can't they can't even stand which by the way okay i think we've talked about this but how do you feel about going to a concert and being uh, under the influence like beer whatever i've never been to the point where i can't function you know right. you know like i i always have my wits about me if that makes sense. As you should, yeah. right? Because, like, why would you pay money to experience something only to just be Not fucked ex- out of yeah. your mind? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's st- that's my least favorite thing about, like, prof concerts because everybody just yes. gets blackout drunk. And I actually, I've, I've never gone to a prof show and stayed for the whole set because by the time the encore comes on, everybody's just throwing up on each other and not, <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. It's fucking yeah. dumb. Yeah. exactly and um so so yeah i i see this kerfuffle happening whatever i don't think anything of it as soon as the four or five employees come through they then take this person from the bar area and bring them into this like side room off the entrance i don't know if this person was underage they certainly looked pretty young um, I don't know if it was just like they're kicking him out because of how drunk they were. Definitely one of the reasons, of course. Okay, they take him through. They go in the side room. Whatever. I'm enjoying the show. Uh, Square's doing great, man. He 
He's got a, so I was discussing this with uh, my friend Mitch and like, I think the variety of stuff that X society brings to the table, the, the people involved in this, like, like kill bill, Rav square aerospace is how much variety that they have. Uh, and I think maybe we, maybe we should, um, maybe we should do an out al- the, their album that they released as a little episode after this or something. And then, yeah. We can kind of discuss how they, uh, you know, kind of how they are and stuff like that. That would be nice to put some music to your story. Exactly. Anyways, so after this dude goes off in the side room, Square's playing his set. It's awesome. He's very, um, does a lot, of, does a lot more like kind of like melodic stuff, like singing rather than just straight rapping. But when he does rap, it's like super, super talented and lots of lots of little intricacies in the way he raps and stuff like that um and as i said aerospace brings that kind of like metal or hardcore like (laughs) kind of kind of like uh it's like it's like death grips but without heroin you know what i mean i know that you don't really like like, but i I like the reference (laughs) (laughs) death grips gets like wild and they're they just like yell and and scream it, it doesn't get that intense but he, he brought that intensity um uh, of a great show and and so then i just like look to my left which is the the entrance slash exit and that dude that they brought in the side room is just making a break for it out the front door <laughs> dude can barely cannot even stand and is practically tumbling out the entrance did he make it fucking no he did not (laughs) (laughs) dude although i will say like one it's he just one person and they had like five employees on him and he's still like struggling through so i i mean i don't know what drunk power I literally, I think this was just like a burst of alcohol rage that just like could not be stopped, you know? <laughs> it was like that fight or flight shit just like kicked in, you know? And uh, I he tried both. I think he probably punched one of the employees and then fled. Um, Excellent. Well, he's banned. Definitely. Yeah. And I, um, and so the reason why I felt like I would, I was going to get shot is because so all this happened. And then, by the way, like, this is, like, five minutes of everybody, like, tussling, and I'm just, like, fully focused on the tussle. All while Squares is playing a full set, and it's, like, really great, and I'm, like, kind of, like, splitting my attention, but, like, my friend Mitch is solely focused on the music going on, and then because there's a metal detector, it shifted, and then all of a sudden these, like, security lights, like, start flashing, like, these, like, red flashing lights, uh, I don't know if it was something that because the metal detector shifted or if it was like the first AV employees like hitting the fucking panic alarm button. But that happened and then all of a sudden my, my buddy Mitch was like, yo, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, they're like fucking <laughs> fighting like right there, dude. Like this guy's this guy's like I explained the entire story to him. He's like that all happened dude and i was like (laughs) yes like right in front of us like by the way at this point i can't be like a hundred percent certain but i'm like 99 percent certain i look over at the bar and um ant from atmosphere is just standing there he's right there yeah i mean you 
he's wearing a mask, but like he has the he has such a distinct look. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you and you can't not notice him or slug. Like you know them. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things where like you have this like this like spidey sense. You're like, that's that's fucking ant from atmosphere. Like I and um turns out it was because after the show there they have like a little bar first avenue does or something like a little bit down the way yep and yeah the 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 depot something like that yeah that's that sounds about right yeah Mm -hmm. we went in there and yeah sure sure enough like ant was just waiting around to meet the the exo guys which is crazy to me you know actually i have a i have a story about not ant but slug tell me it and Tell First me. Avenue, because apparently they're just always there. So we played a show in the entry once, yeah. and there's this big parking garage that's in between. I mean, it, it's hard to explain, but it, it's it's in the building, and it's in between the two rooms, right? And that's where, like, big bands would go load their shit in. And right. I remember the next day seeing Slug from Atmosphere posted a bunch of videos with him hanging out with Ant and all of his his friends and whatnot. And then yeah. they were at the depot that night, too. So apparently they just, like, and this is the same night that we played. He put it on, on the internet the next day. I didn't see him or meet him or anything, which would have been kind of, I probably would have shit my pants and be like, hey! But right. uh, <laughs> apparently they just hang out there frequently, it seems like. that's See, and that's awesome, and that's why I... Look, I've, I mean, I've gone back and forth on this. I, I have, I think, every... I think I have every album that Atmosphere has ever put out uh, on vinyl if it's been issued on it. And some of the time I'm like, I'm like, man, like, I don't know if I, if I need this one on vinyl at this point, like I have at least a good majority, if not all of them. So I'm like, well, I guess anything new they put out, I just have to get because I'm a completionist that way. You're in too deep. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm way too deep. So, um but uh all that to say like I will forever support them, you know, unless some fucking weird happens or whatever. But like but like I'll forever support them because of how important I feel like they are uh to Minnesota, but like yeah. especially the scene of like Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah, they're you know? they're like a good a lot of people have come out of why well, this can go for any city. Wherever, yep. like, somebody that's successful is... But, like, Lizzo is a good example of somebody who... Yep. I don't think Lizzo's going to hang out at First Avenue on a weekend. She's not. She lives in L.A. now. She's not going to come back here. But, like, Prince, right. Atmosphere, Nick Swartzen is another one. Like, they still are very into and support, like, their local communities that they were born and raised in. And I, I that's what you should do. You know, like, Bob Dylan... Yep. That motherfucker's not coming back to Duluth or Hibbing. He, he lives. <laughs> I imagine he lives in a forest somewhere. Like he lives in Cambodia for sure. <laughs> just Cambodia, dude. <laughs> He's just. He lives in just a forest, just some forest, dude. No one. He's not paid taxes for fifteen years minimum, and they can't <laughs> find him. And they can't. That's the thing. They can't find him. He comes out to get his what's that? Not Pulitzer. What's that fucking award uh, that he won? It's something that I, like most humans probably know what it's called. And I'm like, what's it called again? It's for writing. I don't know. He comes out to get his prize, 
and then he goes back to his forest shed in Cambodia. <laughs> right. Right. Um for the record, I don't know where Cambodia is. Cambodia is in Asia, Southeast okay. Asia. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, this this fucking guy gets, you know, whatever. We'll come back to that. Put a pin in that cuz up next came Kill Bill, and man, I like look, I'm I'm familiar with Aerospace and I'm familiar with Square, but Kill Bill and Rav are like for sure the most people I've I've listened to, you know, over over the course of uh, knowing about about their music and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, absolutely killed it. And all of them killed it, but like I just, it's one of those things where like when you know the lyrics more and like you kind of have a connection, a maybe a little bit of a more of a connection to like the songs that they've put out and stuff like that. So you find more, I don't know. There's something about it that kind of like makes it that much more special. I guess when you see a band or a musician or an artist live. And I felt that like, I just, just watching him do his thing. I don't know how he didn't run out of breath is the thing. You ever see like a, a hip hop artist or a rapper who's just like, they're like getting into the song and they're like, really going for it lyrically like and 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 rapping wise like where they're just pretty much like at the peak intensity that their voice can ever get at and they're doing they're keeping up that intensity for the whole song he did that man he was just going all out the entire time and i was like i was so impressed with just the i don't know lung capacity because it (laughs) felt like he should have been out of breath the entire time (laughs) You know, but yeah, he's, he's a, he's very much like lyrical in his, in his, in his rapping where it's like this, it's a very, I don't know. I I don't know if metaphorical is right, but there's a lot of like great writing, I feel like. And, and this is what me and my, my friend who went with me were discussing is the different, you know, attributes that they all bring to the table, you know? And, um, yeah, he's, he just kills it on the on the on the lyrical end um and his delivery too is just so solid was it just kill bill and like a dj yeah like the that host guy the that was oh, just so the host dj too then. kind yeah kind of like okay. um he just was you know pushing play on the computer you know in the <laughs> dj right right but they there was a couple of times um i forgot to mention this aerospace was like live producing little beats and stuff and hell yeah and and whatnot which was awesome and there was a couple a couple little scratches here and there you know like during during other stuff like other uh other people's sets and whatnot during kill bill set i believe uh is when that guy that was kicked out of the venue Mm -hmm. uh i just like looked i happened to like look to my left which is where the entrance was and um that motherfucker came back to the Uh-oh. venue i thought he was in jail you know what i mean like i <laughs> like because, because like like i mean what like this dude is clearly like off his fucking rocker like so like either get him to be sobered up or like someone convinced him like oh i'll take him home you know or something but like not after fucking like pounding the like wrestling the employees you know, and trying to break out of the fucking thing. Was he in the venue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But did they fucking forget? 
I dude, they they were just kind of like standing around, and they're like, I I wish I could have heard, you know, and but like again, I was like, well, I guess this is where I get shot, you know. I just just that's immediately where my mind went to, you know, because like <laughs> because of course we're sitting in the very back, and of course we're like the first two people that you'd that you see <laughs> when you walk in the venue because of where we were. It's like. We're the first to go, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're <laughs> in the line of fire, you know, and and so I just like kept a fucking eye on it the whole time. And this time I was like, you know, Mitch, like that guy's fucking back here because I just wanted to be like, hey, you might, we might need to just like fucking go like somewhere else, like because I don't know what's gonna happen. But Kill Bill gets done with his set. Rav comes out. And Rav is just like so so fucking hype, man. He's he's so good. Um, just I I love I love his like um, just the way he structures his lyrics like together, and just the way he, um, just the way he decides to like format his uh, like the cadence of his speech patterns and stuff like that. Always found it really interesting and. It never seems like he's just writing something lazily, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, I guess I'll just write off these fucking bars and Yeah, sure, this is the song. It it feels like everything is so calculated. And uh I always love that about him. He gave a huge shout out to the Minneapolis hip hop scene. I'm assuming Ant was there maybe because of him. Uh because uh he actually just released a song with open mic eagle and ant produced the track oh okay yeah very beautiful beautiful song yeah rav rav kills it man uh and then everybody comes out comes out on stage they start performing um apparently aerospace like hurt his foot or something but like i'm like well maybe he was just too baked to come back out but (laughs) they do have a really comfortable they have the most comfortable couches in the green room at the entry in the basement (laughs) i wouldn't have gone up if i was him he had that indica which i which i have since been uh told is uh you can you can put it in the category of like yeah it's like in the couch right yeah correct yeah. yep that's the Meaning appropriate you, you metaphor kind of chill out um i don't know if that's true or not no, he came true. out you're, for you're... he well i don't know if he you know oh for him okay yeah <laughs> i thought we were still talking about weed no but he actually did come out for one of their tracks and it was the most hype shit ever man he he absolutely brings this fucking fireball to the whenever he performs. So, um, yeah, and you half the bottle's gone now. I don't know how that. <laughs> I don't know how you you drank through that. It's whole, a little. Whole thing, it's a shooter. Come on, man. We all know that's not true. Bitch, I party, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's a Monday. Of course, I'm having fireball. I have a fucking week and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna be drinking fireball. It's Monday. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's my, f- I and I'll I'll just say like having them all on stage together was just this magical like moment. And man, I can't tell you how much like this is the best concert that I to come back to after two plus years of not seeing a show. Uh, the last show I saw was the Matson Two, 
and mm-hmm. uh, yep. I was supposed to go to that one with you too, and I I couldn't go. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I'm full of disappointment. <laughs> two, yeah, two bro, uh, two brothers. I think they're twins. I'm not really not really sure, but they're great little jazz jazz uh, duo. Um, and then I was gonna see Thundercat, but that day that I was supposed to see him was everything shut down canceled so, as fuck that's my yeah, favorite yeah tourists canceled as fuck <laughs> Dude. i just said that to somebody the other day they asked how easter was and i was like easter's canceled easter's as canceled fuck as fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's so good um i like that I, I i feel like a lot of this i actually really enjoyed this when you said that everybody came out on stage together after and like you had all the the opening acts and whatnot. I th- I don't think that people do that enough. Cause like how many shows do you go to where they'll have an opening act? Nobody seems to give a shit. Right. Right. And then the main act comes out and then the show's done. But how fucking cool is it to have somebody who's, I mean, I don't know like who at the show, if anybody was bigger than anybody else, but like when I saw motion city soundtrack or something like that, like they'd have a small band open. How cool is it to bring the opening act out and give them one last little like, raise in front of people that probably aren't their audience or maybe haven't been their audience and could be and just promote them a little bit. I, I like it when people do that because it makes it seem like maybe like the headliner gives a shit about who they have at their yeah. shows and like then it, it, it which in turn would make it seem like they care about it, everything as a whole rather than just like making money and playing a show, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I well, I think that because they're all kind of they've all done stuff together, including an entire album. You know, I I definitely think that that's kind of the vibe and the energy that they wanted to bring, and I actually kind of expected it to be that way. I expect, mm-hmm. and I would say that like no one is like again more greater than the next one, right? I I think that as I was discussing, each one of them brings such a different energy and vibe to the show that again at the end bringing everyone together and having that be kind of this big you know three four songs or whatever they did together was just such a like perfect moment to end the show you know it because it just it was so it was so well constructed they did such a great job um and yeah, this was easily the perfect show to come back to, like without a doubt. And yeah, uh, that was uh, that was Aerospace Square, Kill Bill, and Rav X Society uh, at the at the Seventh Street entry in Minneapolis. Uh, Rav gave a I can't remember. Did I mention this? Rav gave a huge shout out to Minneapolis hip hop scene in general. You know, he just listening to him and him and kill bill did like a podcast together a, a while back um i know he's a huge fan of like rhyme sayers in general you know like uh like idea aesop rock uh you know atmosphere of course and and all the rest but um yeah we could uh, we could probably just do do an episode on on the album that they all just released a little while yeah. ago I would like um, that. But yeah, dude, that that's my first show back. Um it felt great, man. Like it felt so good being in a venue watching music again, you know. 
there's nothing like a live experience. Yeah, I just it's it was so good, man. It was so great to be back. So and I and when I went to the depot, that bar spot, yeah, yeah Ant was just fucking walking around, dude. And then he took off his mask, and I was like, that's yeah, that's Ant. And like he met he met Kill Bill and Rav, and they they talked about it, like they tweeted about it or whatever. They're like, fucking met Ant, like this dude's one of my heroes, like you know. <laughs> Like, so good to be in Minneapolis, you know, stuff like that. Did you, I have two questions. Did you get any merch? No, dude. The line was, like, crazy the whole time. And I kind of, and, like, dude, I have so many t-shirts, like, and stuff like that. I just was, like, oh, man. Like, and I just, I I wanted to send, save some funds and stuff because it was a, kind of a big weekend in Minneapolis so for me and, and stuff like that. So uh, I didn't, but I always buy their stuff whenever they whenever they put it up. So um, sorry, boys. I didn't, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> you you could delete that part if you want to. Uh, no, no. Other, other question. Did you get food at the depot? Because they have fucking awesome food there. The kitchen was closed, so bummer. I know, man. bummer. But I got like a, I don't know. I got like some some beer that was delicious, and I had a good time with 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 uh, the beer. I'll tell you what, I you know I had important stuff to do, so that was good to get done. But I am jealous, and I'm kind of super bummed that I missed it because it sounds like it was a pretty dope time, and I love the entry. I love it. How are you feeling? I mean, look, I, I obviously COVID still still here, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and whatnot. I mean, everyone had to have uh, either a <clears throat> proof of vaccination or um, a test, a, a, a negative test before going in. How are you feeling about even with that precaution? Like, are you still like, are you still hesitant or like? Let's say if you would have gone, would this have been scary? <laughs> because you're I don't like COVID. I don't. It's, it, I don't care anymore for myself. I'm gonna be fine. But like in this okay. scenario, my parents are coming down to help us move in a week, right? I wouldn't want to give them anything. But Definitely. for me, like if I knew I wasn't gonna see my parents for a week and a half, two weeks, absolutely, yeah, I'll be yeah. fine. It's not yeah. gonna, it probably it more than likely won't do anything other more other than make me feel shitty a little bit. So like I'm fine with it, but I would hate to give it to like my parents or my niece, you yeah. know, because she's just a baby. Aside from that, fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm over I, it. Yeah, I still I was like, because where we are, well, where I am, I I really just I like. I'm not even in the close vicinity of anyone to even necessitate maybe even a mask anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> like going inside buildings and stuff. But I did wear masks like everywhere I went in Minneapolis. Uh, I probably would part. too, just because it's packed. Bigger I mean, city. That's, that's all. Yeah. Honestly, that's all I'm really in for now. You know, yep. like I'll do that. But, but yeah, if I knew it was like a couple weeks where I wasn't going to see my parents or my niece or something, and I was cool with that. Like, yeah, I just don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I kind of just want to get it fucking over with, to be honest with you. I, yeah, I I know that's why I was I was it just I dude I I had no like I was like dude I'm I need this 
you know like i i was like i want to see these guys live like so bad i want to go to a show so bad uh yeah. this is their first i want to say all of them collectively pro- definitely their biggest tour that they've ever done and i don't think any of them have really ever even like toured toured they've done like shows like one or two pop-ups in like la and i think texas maybe but never to this scale and they're hitting like they're almost hitting everything you know like and and like good for them i i'm so happy that basically these independent artists are going city to city they're doing a huge tour and they're getting this notoriety and to have someone like ant of atmosphere like someone who's been in the music business for you know 30 plus years yeah you know show up to your you know 200 250 max capacity room and watch your set i mean that's something to to not not sneeze at man that's something to be totally proud of and um, absolutely really just playing first avenue i think yeah is, yeah. is especially not being from Minnesota is huge. I mean, that's a that's a huge. I mean, the fucking Foo Fighters played in the entry for God's sakes. Nirvana, all kinds of people. Like that's not that's not yep. a, that's a big deal. Right. Exactly. And in so, some in some respects, I would almost argue that selling did they sell it out? I'm assuming they did. I believe so. Yeah. I would. I almost, know there was low ticket warning, and so yeah. I, I'm sure it sold out on the night. Yeah. I would argue that, like, as a you know somebody coming up, it's a bigger deal to sell out the entry than it would be at in the main room. Because if you're if you're gonna sell out the main room, you could probably sell out other venues too, right? But like the the entry is it's so small, but it's so iconic, and like you have to have a good yes. following. And the, I mean this in the nicest possible way, but a lot of people that that buy tickets or that listen to music in general can be pretentious. Some people can be. And I feel like in Minneapolis, I've really felt that a lot out of people. And if they're buying tickets to your show, it's because you're fucking good, especially at a place like first Avenue. So good for them. And that's the kind of show that I would like to go. Like, I'm not, if somebody like next week was like, Hey, I got tickets to see green day at so-and-so stadium. I'd be like, I'm not going to that. No, <laughs> I'm not fucking yeah, interested yeah, yeah. in that at all. But if it was a band that I haven't seen that's playing at somewhere like the entry or like Amsterdam Bar and Hall or something that's like 300, 400 people, like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. It was, dude. Like, oh, man, I just I can't tell you how good it felt to be back, you know, and see live music, you know, for the first time in two plus years, you know, Um Again, I I saw Prof. I, I it was at like a it was at a brewing company, so I was you know just having beers, and it was definitely a comforting concert because it that was like you know, but we just went to see Prof, you know, and it was like he did his thing, and it was great. Don't get me wrong, it just was like. I've seen Prof. I think probably like fifteen times. You know, I don't. I don't even count. <laughs> I haven't seen him that much, but I don't count those shows as like concerts that I've been to. And it's not that it doesn't count as a concert because it's, it's he's one of the best. It's just because it's yeah. not it's not buying a ticket because you want to see someone. It, it's a necessity. 
Like I right. have, I have to go see him. It's like, if he yes. comes to Duluth, I have to go to it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not a choice. It's like going to work on a fucking Monday, which I didn't do right. today, but y- you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's about it, man. I, I, and, and, you know, for, um, and just as a compliment to all the musicians and artists that were there, uh, my friend Mitch had like really never heard of any of them. And then he kind of walked away with being like, man, those, that was fucking great. Like, you know, he's like that. I mean, they, like I said, they all, they all bring this uniqueness to the table and then to see them collaborate, collaborate with all that together at the end, just as like the perfect stamp, you know, at the end of the show to seal everything. And so, yeah, man, I, EXO, you know, shout out to, to y'all if you're listening I just I, I I was a little bit too apprehensive with COVID to not get up and in the in everyone's space in the front, but I would have loved to give you a nice crisp high five, you know. Not a not a ah, fuck. I don't have a joke. What's the opposite of crisp? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you, dude. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck! Damn it. Hey, we haven't done this in a while. Do you have a bad band name? Dude, I do actually. But Hit like me it's with ca- it, dude. I I might have told you this one in person. My dad. <laughs> Hold on to to set it up. We've done we haven't done this in like fucking forever, but we used to do bad band names nearly every episode. Yeah. And we you know when when you're just t- conversating with someone and then you say like a phrase and you're like, ooh, that's a good band name. That's the that's the essence of this segment. Ugh. And I felt like this episode needed that, you know? I've I've been I'm talking for way too fucking long, is what I'm, I'm trying it. to say. Well, I have a I have a story behind well, it's not really a story, but I was hanging out with my dad and he just said something and I was like, fuck, that's really good. And I wrote it down. Um, I'll tell you the whole story. We brought one of my dogs over to his house, or I did rather, and his name is Barney, and he's a fucking asshole. Like he'll, <laughs> you've met Barney. He's a dick. Of course. Like he'll growl at you, and if you come near him when he's underneath his blanket, he'll, and he like he looks like he'll bite you, but he won't. He's a little bitch. But my dad is a little intimidated by him because he doesn't know him as well as I do. So like, he doesn't know that really he's, you can like just flick him in the, in the tummy and he'll be like, okay. (laughs) But anyway, so my dad said, uh, canine complex. Ooh, dude, (laughs) isn't that good? That's a good band name. That's That's a good, it's not, it's not bad. It's not a bad one. I'm sorry. That (laughs) he's just apologizing for having a good one. I'm sorry that it's good. Um, you, but it has what, to be, it it has to be, eighties. Not I don't know if it's metal, but like who's the the Ace of Spades? That fucking guy. Motorhead. It yeah. yeah whatever genre that is, it has to be that. Okay. I mean, it's, that's what I think. Motorhead esque. Yeah. Got it. That's that's the genre. Originally, yeah. I thought yacht rock, but like, it's a little too. With canine in it, no. It's a little too punchy. It has to be it some is. kind of like metal of some sort. Is that considered it, yeah, metal? Yeah, that's 
yeah, they're 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 like heavy metal. Sure, I would say they have double bass and like a lot yeah. of stuff. And Lemmy's and that's really like what makes it metal. Screamy. Yeah, exactly. Did you say um, he's creamy? Screamy. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, that's good, man. That's oh, good. I, I got I got the rest of it though. Canine yeah. Complex. The album would be called Dog Days. Of course, dude. That's yep. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought of that one. I didn't think of a, a song title, but let me rack my brain for a second. Portal to Infinity, dude. That's their that's their sing- single. That's kind of, Okay, that's pretty dope. I'm going to steal that. Portal to Infinity it is. So that, Canine that's... Complex, Dog Days, Portal to Infinity. That's nice. That, I was trying to think of something. It. When I when I thought of it, I was thinking I was picturing like the Lords of Dogtown. Like sure. on their those old skateboards like going down a like a fucking pool or something on their Of course. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Do I have do I have one bad band name? Let's yes. go with let's go with uh the Salty Toppers. Nope. That's the barbershop quartet, baby. That's what that Oh is. See do you like that I mean with the barbershop? That actually yeah, I like that one a lot. Because they're a little spicy, a little, little salty on top, you know? Salty toppers, dude. <laughs> Which also sounds like a sex move, though, the more I say it. <laughs> I, would, I don't want to try that one. Can we? <laughs> you don't have to, dude. Thank hey, you. tonight we're going to do the salty topper, you know? <laughs> That's the move, dude. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to explore that. But, um, yeah, so Barbershop Quartet. Of course, yeah. How many members? Uh, oh, it's a quartet. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Dude, I uh I wasn't gonna say anything, but uh Yeah. Well, well I, I you know what no, I don't know how oh, many dude, that is. Oh dude, is that a triangle? How many sides does that got? How many sides <laughs> How many sides does that got? Um <laughs> coincidentally the <laughs> Yeah, drink more drink more fireball, dude. It's There's only help. a quarter left of the bottle, dude. Uh, so yeah, Salty Toppers, Barbershop Quartet. Their single is called. Uh, no, their their album is called "How Many Members We Got." <laughs> okay, and then the, and then the single the single is four. <laughs> <laughs> dude, how cool would it be to? Somebody's probably done this, but I haven't seen it. To have an album and your track titles will just be like one, two, three, four, five, six. That's kind of oh, a good just, idea. Just that. Just just the numbers. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Um. Track one, one. Track two, two. I think the Chariot has done something similar. They've done like one letter per song so that it spells something. Yeah. Or, I've or, seen that. Maybe one of Josh Scoggins' like other projects, like uh, sixty eight or um, Norma Jean. I don't know, um, but yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I mean, I'm sure it, it has to have been done. It, like, it, yeah, there's no way it hasn't. Yeah, but iTunes but anyways, would probably freak out if it saw that. I, iTunes would, dude. But anyways, uh, this has been the Salty Toppers and um, the Canine Complex. Yeah, and dude, live music. It's is back. it back? Well, 
it is question is answered before i before i even posed it i think it's i think it's back like no matter what yeah yeah you know like no matter what happens it's gonna keep going but you know what i just saw uh peach pit speaking of live music is on tour Mm -hmm. and they a couple shows canceled as fuck because they got covid and yep. then a couple shows canceled as fuck because of snowstorms in Canada. And I just, I, I looked at that band and I was like, y'all, like they're, you know, they're, they do fine. You know, they, they play decent yeah. sized venues, but like they haven't been making money the past couple of years. And then you go out on your right. first tour and it gets fucked with COVID and it gets fucked with, with, um, with snowstorms and like they're all rescheduled shows. So that's money that they should have <sighs> had once and they couldn't have again. And I just, sucks. that sucks. That sucks. That's tough. I feel for everybody doing live shows. I feel for the bands that weren't able to. I feel for people who have like maybe health issues and that doing shows is a risk, you know? I mean, you know? and even if you don't, I mean, it's a risk now still. So, you know, be careful out there. Vaccinate, masks, you know, wear two condoms. Uh, always, always Try to maybe even you, a third. If it's the right size, fit a third on. If <laughs> yeah, that's that's the rule. They write that on the side of the box. <laughs> if this is the right size for you, put a third on. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. I learned that in health class. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't learn anything in health class, so um... I didn't either. Hey, you want to hear a story <laughs> about health class before we hang up? Yep, and then that's it. Uh, I used to smoke a lot of weed in high school and I had health class right after lunch. And when my health teacher was talking to me, I burped pot smoke into her face. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I got the munchies. So I ate the banana during the condom instructions. No, you know, no, that's what I said. (laughs) Wait, what did you say? (laughs) I thought you were going to say I got the munchies because of the weed and then I ate the banana during the condom instruction section. Oh, did you ever? Did you actually have to do that? Where you put a condom on a banana? That's not a thing. No, That's but wildly inappropriate for children. I yeah, but I feel like you know, there's somebody. Florida, Florida does it for That's sure. That's exactly the place for that I was going to say. Sure, they're doing. No, that. Floridians don't wear condoms. You know that they don't. I wish they did. <laughs> I wish they did too. <laughs> I wish they like were. <laughs> I wish that at birth, instead of like circumcision, they had to like sew on condoms. Stop. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Cutting the episode, dude. <laughs> it's over. Okay, but anyways, bad bandmates. Uh, peace and love and blessings. Uh, I hope you liked this episode. I did a lot of the talking. Sorry about that, but well, um, that, was the, that was the point of it. But yeah, yeah. dude, live shows. They're back, baby, and it felt so good. And soon we will have one where Nate and I get to attend one together. That is going Hell to happen. Yeah. As soon as this fucking move is over with, right. we're going to find one. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.